Welcome to Imagineering. It's all about the online world. Hi, I'm Trish Palmer. I'm Limestone Coast Master Hypnotherapist. So this online world is taking over. It's happening very fast and the world is becoming out of touch. We have three worlds. Those raised with technology, those trying to keep up with technology, and those that are getting confused, frustrated, labelling themselves as bad with technology or not techno-savvy. It doesn't matter which world you're in, the digital hypnosis is affecting you and a lot of it is bad. The digital hypnosis world comes in many different forms and is more addictive than sugar. Facebook, online gaming, YouTube, Instagram, Netflix, it's all at our fingertips for anybody to be anyone that they desire and to claim anything. So recently I decided to get into online gaming myself. At the age of 38, I thought, you know what, I am going to make the decision to spend some more time in my partner's world enjoying what he was doing. Wow. Was I in for a world of ecstasy and addiction? Indulging the senses with colours, I could be anyone I wanted to be and I could roam around in this beautiful world and do anything that I wanted to do. The game had these achievable quests with just the right amount of temptation to keep me playing for hours. And even with the urge to pee, you could race off, you could dump it as quickly as you could and then you could come back. Six hours later, your eyes would begin to sting and as you looked at the clock realising it was 2am and that you had to go to work the next day, You'd go to bed and you'd dream about the adrenaline of your achievements, creating an addictive desire to jump back on as soon as you could. To add to the ecstasy, you could network with your friends from all over the world. didn't matter where they were. A simple click of the button, you could crew up together and have a laugh. You could conquer quests and slay others, creating a sense of connection, family and power. On top of this, you could learn all about the backstory of this imaginary place, how it came to be, where it evolved from. The stories usually involved the lines of a long time ago in a land far, far away. Even the characters in the game you could create relationships with and learn about their lives and how they became integrated into the story. With the hook of connection, you could then buy merchandise, you could join communities online and you could tell your tales of triumph or you could venture toxicity, whatever it is that you wanted to do at the time. So this world of digital technology is legal speed. Connecting us and disconnecting us, allowing us to grow and kill us. Parents not really knowing what is going on or understanding what the appeal is. Children and adolescents becoming glued to the screen with their imagination. Mothers and fathers disconnecting from families looking to escape from reality into their own imagination land where they can be anyone they want to be. So what's the appeal? Connection. One simple word, connection. In the online gaming world, you can create a character and dress them up however you want. We all did this as a child. We'd grab the bathroom towel and pretend to be Superman. We'd play with our mum's high heels and makeup. Role-playing at a young age is fundamental to our development, and the digital world offers exactly that. Bright colours, amazing textures, constantly changing variety, and limited edition items. All these create fundamentals for us to develop the characters that we desire. Whether it be a wizard, a mage, a heel, a fighter or a pirate, you can be anything you want to be. You could even be a pink Darth Vader if you wanted to. You can customise your equipment and store items to attack other characters. In the spur of the moment, you can go into yourself and kill another character for full gratification of your actions. And if you fail, you can just respawn and go again without any real knowledge of how you affected the person on the other end of the digital tether. People are using their powers of imagineering to imagine anything they want to be, then engineering it into a digital reality. 
I started out by playing a game known as Sea of Thieves. In this game, you are a pirate sailing the Sea of Thieves, looking for treasure to level up your character to become a pirate legend. The best of them all. You load up your ship with bananas to eat, planks to repair your ship, and cannonballs to attack other pirates. Whilst on your quest, you can face PvE characters. These are known as player versus environments. Or you can be a PvP player where you verse another player. So the PvE characters, the player versus environments, come in the form of cursed pirate ships. They come in the forms of skeletons. And you can awaken creatures from the deep like krakens and megalodons. They have beautiful artwork and textures to them, and they drop some really wonderful treasures for you to collect and loot. It's a very colourful game, and it's a very friendly style. The community videos have motivational music to entice you to be your own Johnny Depp, Pirate of the Caribbean, having sword fights with other players as they sink your ship and you steal your well-earned treasure. When I first started, I found myself happily cruising along with my friends taking orders from the captain of the boat to raise the sails and drop the anchor. With time, I became more adventurous and I started jumping off the ship and swinging my trusty sword at a few skeletons. As other players approached in their ships to attack, I would freak out just a tiny little bit and get my character stuck behind a door, becoming frustrated and confused and feeling like a failure from the experience and becoming negative. I just decided I just didn't know if I wanted to do this. But my mindset was, my friends are having fun without me, and I paid $100 for this game. I want my value. I decided to push through the frustration and play on and keep practicing. I decided to play on my own. So as a 38-year-old woman with a gaming experience of Candy Crush, that was a pretty huge leap to control your own ship and to attack other skeletons. So day one, I barely got my ship out of the port before crashing it into the pier, getting stuck behind the stairs on the ship, sinking, getting frustrated, and being in a bad mood for most of the day. Why would people want to do something that puts them in such a bad mood all day? I didn't tell my partner that I had played the game. I was so embarrassed of the the embarrassment and failure and telling him that I just slept bad, hence the bad mood. Later that night, we played with friends again, making an enjoyable experience and igniting the will inside me to try again. After many tried and failed sessions on my own, I am now a pirate legend. However, on this journey, I have learned about a whole new world. I felt pressured from the house duties that I would rather be a pirate than mow my lawns. We ran out of underpants on many occasions because I'd rather be a pirate than do the washing. I didn't care about clients cancelling as that would give me a few more hours to be free to be a pirate. One day I was sailing the seas understanding, even as a pirate legend, that I'm not a very good pirate player when it comes to fighting other pirates. I was enjoying my peaceful journey. I'd gathered some loot to cash in whilst relaxing and sailing along Suddenly another ship came along and started to smash me up just as I was coming out to the outpost so that I can sell all my well-deserved loot. So they killed me. They sunk my ship. They stole my hard-earned loot and I was upset. I quickly sailed back to the outpost, but it was all gone. Four hours of sailing for nothing. No reward. No satisfaction. (laughs) How dare they? I put another quest on the table and sailed away. As I sailed, I found myself in a paranoid state, looking around constantly for that ship. My heart was racing, I was anxious, and I was sweating. That is when I came to the realisation that this wasn't a pleasant experience. Why was I putting myself in this state? I began to listen to my partner play, and he would say, Quick, let's get the loot on the ship and cash it out. Trish, you run in front as a decoy whilst we cash it out. 
So what it was, was I would take a low-valued piece of loot and I would run ahead to the outpost. And because I wasn't a very good player versus player player, then it didn't matter if I died because I could just tell my other friends through the microphone, hey, there's somebody else here. We've just lost a crappy chest. Sail away. So this was always done. And I always did it in a very panicked and anxious voice. So upon finishing the game, we could change our shirts because we'd been sweating so much. And my partner would say things like, I get so hot playing this game. He was actually having a mild anxiety attack where his body was warning him that this wasn't a pleasant experience and that he could push through and receive the rewards, which would happen about 70% of the time. So about 70% of the time, he would actually achieve the reward that he was seeking. This digital anxiety is then carried over into reality once the machine is switched off. Yet this time, the reward value would be much, much lower. Remember me running ahead with that low-valued loot as if I was being attacked? Well, in real life, the reward value is much, much lower. Having clean underpants or cooking your own food is low-valued loot to a lot of people that are addicted to the imagination land, and many actually see it as a chore. It's so easy. It's quick to open a jar and just throw it down the hatch and then get back to your digital hypnosis. So what do we do? We recognise this. If you have a family member that has a digital addiction, or maybe it's in yourself, the first thing you need to do is understand that this is an addiction. Is the first thing that you do in the morning is pick up your phone and look at Facebook? Do you pick up your digital tablet and do your morning rewards? Maybe you have something that you want to collect each day or farm each day. As you're imagineering yourself into a world where you can disconnect from the real world, you can understand how in the real world you can feel like there's unrewarding jobs and unrewarding responsibilities. So if you're struggling, consider having some hypnosis done. This digital world can be very toxic and it really does eat the life away from you. So I hope you've enjoyed this episode of Imagineering. If you would like some hypnosis, please contact me, Trish Palmer, Limestone Coast Master Hypnotherapist. You can look me up online at www.trishpalmer.com. Otherwise from that, have a wonderful day. Enjoy your digital world, but make sure you're not wasting the world of reality at the same time. Have a lovely day, everybody. Bye-bye.